Welcome to Masterpiece with Jenny HK. Here, we remember the truth of who we are, playing in the field of potentiality. You are the masterpiece. You are here to create a masterpiece of a life. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Masterpiece. And if you follow this podcast at all, you'll know that I don't really have a set formula for what goes out on these episodes. It really is what is alive for me at the time, what's alive for my guests. And yesterday, Babs, my husband, and I were sitting chatting about a new retreat that we literally just decided to run here in Bali in response to what we're witnessing, hearing and experiencing ourselves in the world right now. And it's been a while since I've had the hit, basically, to do a retreat. It's something I used to do all the time. And last Sunday, I suddenly got this hell yes to create this. So we're pretty excited about it. And for me, the way things work around things like this, the pieces of the puzzle generally get unlocked for me as I go. And so I've just been asking a few questions of myself. And the first is, what is important right now? And the answer that I got was, given how much uncertainty people seem to be dealing with, ourselves included, why is it so important to be able to tap into what I call our innate knowing? And what does that even mean? And in the retreat, which I will be giving more details about at the end of this, but that will be a really important part of the process. How do we access that knowing and what is it? And for me, when you're able to do that, it really helps people tap into their own sovereignty. And what happens as a result of this is that you get to navigate life, what's happening in your world, in a much more graceful way. And so I was talking about this with Babs, my husband, and it was starting to take a really interesting turn. So we figured we should just jump on here and record it. So here we are. Babs, this is the first time I've invited you on here. So firstly welcome. Thank you very much, Jenny HK. (laughs) It's fun to have you on here. Okay, so let's talk about this. Firstly, I'd like to talk about, you know, what what does a knowing mean to you? And then where our conversation started, the direction it started going into, what is the difference between a deep knowing and a strong belief? So that's what we're going to be exploring here today. So let me ask you that, Babs, first of all. For you, what does that even mean, a deep knowing? And how do you experience it? So knowing is a gut feeling. So it's something so instinctive and so deeply strong that it will direct you without really knowing it, without any rationale, without any working out. Yeah. And do you... Person, because I I do believe we all experience it a little bit differently. For me, and knowing is is very sacral. I, I you know I've done a bit of human design, and for me, I I have a sacral authority, and what that means is that I I get a very clear yes or no. It's it's pretty black and white. For you though, is that the same, or is it more of a feeling? How do you experience it in that way? Yeah, mine's completely irrational and feeling based. So I had a experience a couple of months ago where I was invited by my dear brother to go to the a very remote place in the Kimberley of Australia. And 
there was a bunch of beliefs around that. It's like, I'll, you know, I, I'm not in a position, I'm too busy. There's a bunch of things that were kind of clouding what was actually underneath it. But I absolutely knew, and I had a couple of opportunities to go travel and do some very exciting things through work, but I absolutely knew nothing could get in, in the way of this trip. So, so the difference there is between belief and knowing. The knowing is the thing that drove me there. I didn't know what was going to happen. I didn't know, you know why I was going. Uh, there was no dressing there that drew me to that trip in Australia, but there was an absolute knowing that I had to do that. Yeah. And as it turned out, I had to do that. Yeah. Okay. So I, I have a very similar thing in that it, for me, it's, it, it almost pulls me forward without, it's the same thing. There's no rational sense to it. And yeah. there's one thing that I would say about it, that it, it feels expansive it feels quiet and there's no rush to it, right? There, there isn't a, oh, my God, I got it. In, in that case, to go to Australia, it's not like, oh, my God, I got to go do that, got to go do that. Or there's, there's, for me, there's no excitement around a knowing. It just is. It lands at a very, very deep level and it's quite slow. Yeah, so a belief, on the other hand, is... I find that to be quite loud. <laughs> and what I mean by that is, you know, we all we all have beliefs, right? Our, our whole world, our whole system, our whole society is, is built on a series of beliefs. And these are things that we've been taught from, you know, very young age, whether that is through our parents, through our schooling, through the environment in which we grow up in, et cetera, et cetera, like beliefs feel like something that are a layer on layer and layer and layer and layer of thought. And we don't even necessarily know where they come from because they become so deep rooted in layers of thought. So I think sometimes you can get caught up in beliefs because we can't always rationalize them because they've been layered on top of us. But there's still a different energy to a belief. And it feels quite loud. I don't know if that makes any sense to you, but it feels like yeah. an incessant noise and it's it's a quite yeah. a loud thing. Yeah, I think with a knowing, with an instinct, like you said, it, it's, it's quiet, it's slow moving, everything forms around that. And once you know something, it happens generally. With beliefs, it's very fragmented. I think beliefs are really useful. But, you know, we have many, many beliefs. And, um, you know, some of them aren't necessarily our beliefs. In fact, a lot of them aren't our beliefs. It could be our parents' beliefs or the media's belief or our local politicians' belief. So you mentioned the belief systems. Belief systems are so complex, and we don't really know where we necessarily fit into that complexity. So I think people have genuine beliefs. But to strip away all the cluster of beliefs surrounding that we're surrounding those beliefs that we've grown up in and that we've you know surrounded and absorbed by our environment kind of complicates things. Yeah, and the complexity of it is that they are layer upon layer of thought, right? That that is essentially what a belief system yeah. is. Um, so of course, there's going to be complexity. And, you know, as we're talking now, what I'm realizing is 
you know, I said just now that I feel like in knowing there's a stillness and the quietness to it, whereas with beliefs, there is a louder energy to beliefs. And the reason being is that we argue for our beliefs. We can argue. So for example, Babs, you'll, you'll know this, <laughs> talking to Zach, our son, he's he's incredibly strong-minded and very articulate when it comes to debating or actually what he believes in <laughs> versus maybe what I believe in. And what I find with him is that I simply can't uh, debate with him at all because he's got such strong beliefs whereas generally where I'm coming from is a knowing but there's no rationale behind my knowing I just know so he'll say something based on a belief system and it's very black and white and he'll also say well explain to me why you don't think that's true like show me the evidence tell me why and I'm sitting there going well I just know, but there's nothing there behind it other than this, you know, this deeper wisdom. And so the loudness of beliefs, which generally run our life, run our society, is actually what is, to me, what is creating a lot of the problems in the world right now. If you look at anything, all the the division that's going on at the moment well, has been going on for many years. But if you think about it, it's all based on different belief systems and people arguing to be right about their beliefs. But the thing is, there is no right or wrong, right? It completely depends on perspective. And so I'm thinking part of the reason this has come up for this retreat right now at this moment in time given everything that's going on in the world is because until we are able to drop back into our knowing, we're always going to be caught in the cycle of division, fighting for our beliefs, being right, wrong. What do you think about that? Yeah. I mean, I, th I think there's nothing, firstly, there's nothing wrong with beliefs. This totally, this is how we've evolved. We believe um, in a set of, um, elements that's what you know a set of viewpoints so there's nothing wrong with beliefs i think beliefs are you know actually it's healthy to have beliefs to have opinions and to have thoughts focused thoughts in a direction i think where it becomes unhealthy is when it turns into a clusterfuck which essentially uh, happens within ourselves and within societies where there's beliefs and clashings of beliefs and you know less perhaps less ability to accept that we have different belief systems and we have different beliefs so i think it's incredibly healthy to put your beliefs at the door and give yourself time to as you say drop into your innate instinct and that's probably about as close to your own truth that you could possibly get to is to be able to drop into your instinct or your knowing or uh, your gut feeling. But I don't think we give ourselves enough space and time to do that. Yeah, agree. Because essentially the knowing, if, if we were to say beliefs existed in the mind and knowing exists within us, in the heart, in the gut, in the space within us, 
the only thing, the only way to access that is to create a little chink of space in the mind, right? But and, and then the irony is, though, we're too busy trying to do what do life from the mind and to work it all out. Like we live, we're such rational creatures. And I guess that's that's what was coming up for me around this retreat. You know, the question was, so what is this really about? And it is giving people that space for the little chink to open up, to drop in to wisdom, to insight, to knowing, whatever you want to call it. And oftentimes it does take getting out of your environment, getting out of the busyness. I mean, of course, <laughs> the mind turns up and gives you all the reason why you, why you can't do that and why you haven't got time to do it. And you need to just keep going on and on and on and on and on. You know, this is a very counterintuitive thing to do it. But one of the things I've always loved in the in the coaching space, I think it was Rich Litfin who I first heard who said this, and it landed at a deep level, which was slow down to speed up. I didn't really know why that landed when I first heard it, but now I get it. It is because when we slow down, there is access to that space between thoughts, between the ego mind, between the belief systems, to be able to drop into that wisdom. Yeah, and it, it's like, I mean, it sounds a bit of a cliche, but we get our best ideas in the shower or on a walk or, you know, when we're not engaged in the busyness of life. Now, those insights, those thoughts from nowhere, which aren't built from a belief system, literally pop up from within when there is a, a spaciousness. Yeah, definitely. And I think it's the difference between, so, you know, the day-to-day -day we live in, humans more or less live in chaos day to day in terms of their thinking. We're driven by hope and fear and emotions, anger, frustration, sadness, anxiety. It, it changes, that evolves and changes every moment of the day. And to take a step out of that, as you said, go into nature, meditate, it gives a, it gives a pause. And that's what enables people to tap back into themselves. Yeah, absolutely. And needed more than ever, I would say, right now. I mean, it's always it's always needed. But I think, like I said, that my sense is there's an awful lot of uncertainty going on in the world right now. Things that we have perhaps relied on, known for decades, suddenly now don't feel so stable. The only person that we can turn to really is ourselves. And it's about our sovereignty, really, really trusting that we have got our own back. The other piece is going back to the feeling of knowing. Again, for me, there's a gentleness. It's like a, oh, oh, oh. There's a spaciousness around it, but there's also a peacefulness around it. I'm not sure I can articulate this in the right way, but the way my rational mind is, is putting this together is that if we are, you know, at our core, we are wisdom, love, peace, clarity, etc. Then it makes sense for there to be nothing to do to drop into this feeling, this deeper feeling, other than an allowing of thought 
to fall away. So this isn't an additive thing. So whereas a belief is something that we add on, like give it, give me more and more evidence and I'll be able to believe it more. Whereas the knowing is the dropping away of thought. Yeah, I think, absolutely. I think it's the reductive process. And this is what I love. If you, you know, if I'm up in the mountains or if I did this Australia trip in the outback and that's a reductive, that's a very tangible reductive process where you don't have a phone, you don't have, you know, there's no running water anywhere. There's, you know, you have to carry your own fuel. There's you basically all the luxuries and conveniences of the world we normally live in have taken away. There's this incredibly liberating process that happens and you just kind of at some point and everyone knows this it's not like this is unique to me or you or a few people everyone knows that feeling of oh, i just feel so calm right now or i feel so uh, liberated or i feel I, I just feel myself right now and that is invariably after you've just let go of some thinking or you've put your phone aside for a few days or something has been taken away for you to experience something completely fresh and new mm, yeah absolutely and you know often I, I you know I know some of the the trips that you've done have sometimes you're hanging off ice picks up a mountain and what is required of you there is absolute presence and that's kind of what we're talking about here right when we're in presence there is no thinking because the thinking tends to be you know thinking about something in the future thinking about something in the past think all sorts of different directions the thinking can go in but when you are absolutely present when you have to be because you're in a dangerous situation for example on a mountain what you're left with is the silence of presence mm. yeah and you don't you know what i've done is pretty extreme but you don't need to necessarily be in danger you can be it just in the environment and let yeah. the environment do the work so if i'm up in the mountains by a lake doing nothing it has a profound effect on me versus me sitting by the side of a road watching the cars go by with a phone in my hand entirely yeah. different experience i'm doing the same thing i.e standing or sitting but the environment one adds to the chaos and one reduces the chaos and that's, yeah. for me, that's the most extraordinary work humans can do is to actually let go of the stuff, the noise, yeah. the chaos, because what's underneath is pretty good, really. It's pretty good stuff. Yeah, and, and that, uh, that to me speaks to this whole thing around, particularly in the personal development industry, there's a lot of work around changing your beliefs. Mm -hmm. and, and I use those words deliberately, a lot of work to change beliefs. And so if we're operating just at that level of wanting to change the beliefs, changing our system beliefs, it's something, again, it's additive. We've got to keep reinforcing, reinforcing, reinforcing. Whereas if we were to simply drop out, out of the thinking, that doesn't require effort. It simply requires a letting go. Very different. And so the slowing down to speed up, you can see there in that place of letting go of surrender. Yes, you have to slow down to create that space. And yet 
the efficiency of it, of just knowing that new, fresh idea, that new insight, that yes, that no. Whereas what you can have is hours of like trying to find out the answer, trying to work out the answer in your thinking mind. But this slowing down to create the space to drop out of your thinking is actually the most productive, efficient thing we can do. Yeah. That's that's really, really exciting me about this retreat that we're creating. That is my number one intention for this is to create the environment and the space for people to come and really drop out of their thinking and to be deep in nature and be deep in the jungle and in connection with others. I mean, these are all components of spaciousness. And then to see what pops up for people, that to me, that's just the most exciting thing to do. So I'm very happy that we are, we're planning this. What, what are your thoughts around it? What are you looking forward to with this retreat? It's just that. I think it's, it's always good to see people, whether it's in a jungle environment or in a mountain environment or savage coast. It doesn't really matter where you are, but just watching people and experiencing just more perspective and clarity. So then you can look at your belief systems, for example, and say, well, actually, that's really not working for me, that particular thing over there, or that's, that's not serving me. Or um, you can question things from a clear perspective. Yeah. This isn't any, all the work is kind of done by the environment and, of course, by you, but the nurturing is done by the environment. And it's very easy work for the person because you just kind of drop into clarity. Yeah. From that place, you can then start seeing things a bit more clearly and say, okay, well, you know, maybe, maybe I should look at this in another way, or maybe that is not my best ally right now in life. It's just clarity. Yeah. Clarity and perspective. Yeah. That's what I'm looking forward to. Yeah. Yeah, clarity. I mean, you're absolutely right. I mean, that is who we are at our core. We are clarity beyond the thinking, before the thinking. That is the truth of who we are. And everyone knows it. I mean, everyone's experienced clarity. Everyone's experienced perspective. Um, everyone's experienced a kind of deep knowing. So it's, you know, it's not, it's nothing new, but it's, it's really needed for all of us. It's just a really full space to be in. All right. Well, thank you. I look, I can't wait to create this space. We've done it before several times and it's been a while. So, and, and the irony is, of course, <laughs> it's going to require someone to have a knowing already to do this that isn't necessarily going to make sense, that isn't going to fit into their schedule, that isn't, then money's not necessarily going to be sitting there to actually show up for something like this, whether this is this retreat or, you know, anything, anything like this. Certainly for me, when I've done it, I've had to go on that gut instinct of like, oh my God, this doesn't make any sense. I don't even know what I'm going to. I mean, I think that's the other thing about the way we do things, Babs, is, is that we don't really give too much away. Because once you do that, people are caught in their head about expectations and have an idea about how things should be. And so to even want to experience something like this, people are going to have to drop into their knowing. And so a lot of the work is even done before you even get there to put this into practice. For sure. 
Alrighty. So the retreat uh, details will be in the show notes happening in February 2024. All the details are on the page. Is there anything, any last words, Babs? Be courageous. Whatever you do, just be courageous. Jump in. Yeah. All right. Thank you, my love. Uh, Thank you. Thank you so much for listening. I'm honored you're here and delighted to hear any feedback and insights that have landed for you. So please do connect with me on Facebook or Instagram at Jenny HK. And if there's anyone you'd love to share this with, please do. 